Back empowers you to get it together with a single digital wallet. Use Back to aggregate, convert, send, and spend digital assets like crypto, loyalty and rewards points, and gift cards. Get started by downloading the Back app today and treat your digital assets just like cash. And I also want to give a shout out to Kraken. With Kraken, the cryptocurrency exchange, you can instantly buy and sell over 50 of the most popular cryptocurrencies or even earn additional rewards through their industry-leading staking service. Payouts are twice a week and you can earn up to 20% each year. Visit Kraken.com now to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into The Scoop. I'm your host, Frank Chaparro, Director of News at The Block, and we've been holding on to this show for a few weeks. Back in March, we headed down to Miami, the magic city, and interviewed Vitalik Buterin, founder of ETH, and the mayor of Miami, Francis Suarez. The event, which was hosted by the folks over at Cryptex, Thanks to Joe Sticko and ETH 2.0 developer Preston Van Loon. This episode dives into everything that Miami's doing as it pertains to crypto and Ethereum. It's an exciting episode. We get into why the city's excited about mining, excited about crypto, why and how, and the way in which they're going to go about accepting possibly crypto as a form of tax payment. But want to give a heads up that the audio, since it was in a public setting, is not up to par with most episodes of The Scoop. So bear with us, enjoy the show, and as always, let us know what you think, download, and we hope to catch you next time. All right, so we're live uh, back in Miami again. We are back with Mayor Francis, and um, we have... Frank Shapiro from the Scoop, who is thankful enough to do a podcast for us. We have Preston Van Loon, builder of Ethereum 2, one of the co-founders of Prismatic Labs. And we have Vitalik himself. Look at that. He's huge. Here to uh, here to chat with us. So I break the internet today. Yeah, that's that that's the goal. And, and you know, when I came here last time, you know, we we're building a company called Cryptex.finance. Uh, when I came here last time, you know, one of the things I had spoke to the mayor about was you know, everybody's coming down to Miami and saying let's let's buy Bitcoin, let's get into Bitcoin, let's get into Bitcoin. And um, since my co-founder Preston is building you know Ethereum too, we kind of wanted to come down here and raise a little bit more awareness to Ethereum. So we felt no better way to do so than to bring Preston and Vitalik uh, personally who was uh, gracious enough to join us and have a little chat about Ethereum and uh, have Frank ask the questions and take it from there. Yeah. Well, apparently there's an Ethereum connection to the city of Miami. It's it early history. What, what, what is that? We can start maybe there. Vitalik, why don't you give us the, the Miami part of the story? Oh, yes. Uh, so uh, the uh, original announcement of uh, the Ethereum uh, project actually happened at the uh, Bitcoin conference in Miami in 2014. That's awesome. And so, you know, obviously everyone's been paying attention to your administration, all the things that you guys are doing within the crypto market and space, obviously a lot of attention on Bitcoin, but you're, you're very much interested in the Ethereum ecosystem and ways in which you can sort of work with developers and corporations in that ecosystem to create jobs, 
startup development? What are you looking at specifically? Well, first of all, I mean, Vitalik, I want to thank him, obviously, for being with us. Second time this week that I've been with you, Vitalik. So this is a great to spend a lot of time with him. Um, and, and understanding that uh, as we transition, right, we have this incredible moment where nobody was talking about Miami and tech. All of a sudden, everybody's talking about Miami and tech. Miami is arguably one of the top three most important cities in America with regards to tech. And so we started thinking about what are our opportunities? Where can we get big loans fast and change the perspective? It's like moving a, a cruise ship. I say, how can we move that cruise ship faster? And to me, it became very evident that crypto, that blockchain, Ethereum, these were platforms that will allow us to change the conversation. The conversation is changing so rapidly. We live in such a disruptive world. People don't realize the acceleration of disruption. It's so crazy. And you can go from being on top to being on the bottom and vice versa very, very quickly if you're not paying attention, if you're not innovating, if you're not pushing the envelope. So uh, Vitalik and I got together this week. We're trying to come up with a, a project that either through the foundation and directly with Ethereum that we can do with the city. We want the city directly involved with Ethereum in a way that demonstrates the applicability of the software so that we can continue to provide better services for our residents. Mm -hmm. We know that for security reasons, we know that for a variety of reasons to do with hurricanes and things of that nature, it's important for our information to be decentralized. It's important for there to be, uh, you know, decentralized authentication systems. So for, for me, it's uh, it's really an honor to have met him. Being with him twice in a week is a lot of fun. <laughs> and uh, and being with you guys, I've never, I've never done two podcasts in a row. By the way, they took over my conference at the tech time. They took, my, they took over my office. They took, I'm not even, I'm not even running this podcast. I don't even know what's going on here. Just insanely smart people all around the world that we've been doing for the last uh, 
know, six or seven years or so, but uh, all of that work is uh, finally coming to fruition. There's uh, some versions of it that have already been running on Ethereum for uh, nearly a year. And so I think like this time, the next one to two years, is exactly the time when uh, the just scaling technology is really going to hit Ethereum. And we are going to see a lot of uh, different uh, applications suddenly become possible because uh, there is a space for them. And so, of course, now, if you're uh, someone building something, uh, you know, you don't want to start building by the time um, or when all of this is complete because, um, you know, why? Like, you, you, know, you can start earlier and uh, if you start earlier, then uh, when we're ready, you're ready too. No, I think, I think that's a great point. And at the end of the day, you know, using this technology layer to benefit the citizens of, of not just Miami, but worldwide, you know, where you can make an impact on people using these applications to make life easier and faster and more convenient and secure. You, you know, one of the things that doesn't get talked about enough, uh, and, and Saif, who's off camera, and is a dear friend, often reminds me, is the decentralization component of blockchain. It's democratizing, right? It's, it's making things easier. It's making it cheaper. It's making it, you know, so that everybody can be on an equal playing field. And I think... You know, that's the part that sometimes it's not talk about. Listen, stuff is complicated to some, and it can be heady stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I'm doing this stuff. The reason why I'm doing all this, people often ask, why are you doing this? It's yeah. not just about creating wealth, right? But it's also about making a fairer and, and more democratized world through the use of technology. Are you seeing a lot of crypto projects and companies coming to you, seeing if you can start like a sandbox pilot program? Yes. Make the environment more attractive. We are, we are, and you know, I just said I was on a national television show today in the morning, and Rob Pierce, my friend, came out and said that I'm the crypto mayor of, of the world. You know, so uh, that was a lot, that was really cool to, to, to think that in just a few months we can go from relative obscurity as a tech city to being talked about in those terms. So we want we want to, we want to invite the innovators. We want to collaborate with the brilliant minds of our of our time, like Vitalik and others. You know, the Wicco Boss Coins I was talking to yesterday, we have this uh, amazing uh, state statute that hopefully will be implemented. Yeah, big victory today, right? Big victory today. We, got, we passed yesterday the, uh, the Senate, first Senate hearing, today the first uh, House hearing on, on a crypto law that will put us, hopefully, in, you know, more crypto-friendly, more blockchain-friendly than, than even the state of Wyoming, which is known as the most crypto and blockchain-friendly state in the country. How do you get reciprocity in terms of, like, a, like a framework for operating as a business I think we you lead first of all you know you have to lead and I think what let me tell you what we did so what we did was we did research you know uh, Saif and, and Jeremy and we went, we went out there scoured the earth to see what what, what is the most crypto fund we didn't know and we, we found that it was Wyoming we're like wait a second there's no reason why Wyoming should be beating us on this you know we, all we have to do you know imitation is the highest form of flattery so we went we copied their laws we made them better we talked to experts and then we have to sell it. And once you get it done, look, just on the Bitcoin stuff that we've done in the city, I've had the mayor of Jacksonville, I had the mayor of uh, Detroit telling me, hey, we're watching what you're doing. So I have mayors across the country that are watching us lead and then feel compelled. They, they can come out, right, and say, okay, I'm not afraid to innovate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really interesting. So it seems like it's almost like a national movement towards this. But think about this, too, in terms of the blockchain. And I missed this point earlier. How many cities are getting cyber attacked? Yeah. It's a huge issue. You know, when you're decentralized, 
will make it almost impossible. And it's expensive for these municipalities. It is. It's, it's expensive for them to do it. It's expensive to have mm-hmm. uh, you know the kind of cybersecurity that you need. But if it, if it's done more democratically, more decentralized, and in, in, in a more efficient way, uh, it becomes uh, unbreakable. And you and, and that's important because that's the functions of the way it could be our radio communications for our police yeah. officers to be some very very serious. Is that a use case you think about the teller? I think it's uh, it's definitely one of them. Um, again, I think the blockchain just as a place to run a kind of the parts of applications that you really want to make sure are just going to keep on running 24-7. And I know there isn't this possibility that just someone comes and like flips a switch and takes down a server and the thing stops running for 12 hours. And that's, uh, that's something that a lot of people benefit from. It's, I, I, it's even something that we benefit from within the crypto space itself. Like even, you know, w- within our own community, there have been cases where, like, you know, we didn't just um, put things on a blockchain because uh, we wanted to kind of dog food our own thing. We, did, we actually ended up putting some things on the blockchain just because we realized that like, it is the easiest way to kind of build a very sturdy and robust application like if you're just uh, kind of building something fairly simple but important. So any big companies in the crypto space have they announced their intention to you to move down here and set up shop? You know what I'm working on we're just I was with just with uh, right before you guys with the a big uh, data center. So Miami be the mining capital of the US. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that we have seeded unnecessarily is is mining prominence. Right? We've seeded it to a company, you know, countries like China and Russia. And I think, you know, we as a country need to start taking some of that back. And I think it's good for the system, by the way. It's not just because again to the decentralization point, you want to be decentralized. You want to have mining that's done, you know, in, in all parts of the world. And certainly America needs to get in that game. And I think hopefully my efforts and elevating the conversation and being innovative will will make people feel that the investments are worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Is that one of the aspects of what the crypto team is working on? It is. One of the pillars. What else should we expect out of that team, which I think you guys announced the last time you guys yeah, hung out? Yeah, our Venture Miami team is we're working on a bunch of experiments. Mm-hmm. We have a craft team that's, uh, we have a venture capitalist in residence. Uh, we have a, a, a site from FIU from Florida International University, which is top. In the nation in patents. Um, we have somebody from our downtown development authority, Kevin Reese. We have uh, our economic developer. We have our, our IT guy, which we work with Metallica and his team uh, on, on, on applications for blockchain and for and particularly Ethereum based blockchain uh, applications for our city. But and every time we do that, it blows up. Like, just like this interview is going to blow up the internet, it blows up social media because it creates this excitement about what's coming. And about, it, and about it being mainstream, and that—that's—that's that's what I love being a part of. Yeah, we don't really like taxes that much. You know, Joe doesn't want paying taxes that much. No, but that's one thing we're talking about. Before. Well, you know, of course, Republican mayor. But I want to know what's the what's the impediments there in terms of like accepting taxes in Bitcoin or even well, giving your well, salaries. Well, t- t- taxes. Yeah, there really isn't. So we're talking about a few of them, right? So. Taxes are actually collected, believe it or not, by Miami County. So I'm working with a county commissioner, uh, Daniela Cohen Higgins, who's amazing, uh, who will, will try to help us facilitate that. There's a lot of cross-governmental collaboration that's needed. We're also working with third-party vendors. So to the world, we're going to be putting out fee for third-party vendor on our payments to employees and also accepting our payments for our services. So those, those things are pretty standard. 
the one of investing may have an obstacle of, of A, being able to be in a not fiat uh, investment, A, and B, um, we have to look at uh, the volatility and make sure that it falls within our volatility parameters. If it falls within our volatility parameters, I'm going to hold it as an asset. Listen, from the moment I talked about it, until now, was, I don't know what the price was on that day. I don't know if anybody here remembers. I don't know. I've got to get you guys to remember. I think it was like 42. You know what I mean? It's at 56 now. So, I mean, it's up. Well, 15, 16% since I talked about it. Well, I mean, I would imagine there that the city through the treasury, they have like a method of a model of outlining like standard deviations. Yeah, exactly. 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 And, you know, there, 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 are, there are ways where, you know, working with the right people, I'm sure. Give me another example on the state, on the state uh, legislation. Part of it is people just don't know. I, 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 I hope I'm not seeing anything embarrassed any of my friends, but, you know, even some of those sponsors, uh, they, you know, we, we struggle, I struggle, I mean, I struggle sometimes to understand some of the stuff, so, you know, part of it, if you're struggling and you're the one that's pushing it, imagine how difficult it is for people who are not in the space to so understand it and start accepting it uh, and not be afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a good point. Backed is the digital wallet of the future, empowering you to manage all of your digital assets from a single place. Back puts the power in your hands to get your crypto, loyalty and rewards points and gift cards together to choose how you want to use them. Treat your digital assets just like cash and convert, send or spend them using Back. Get started today and get it together with Back. Available for download now in the App Store and Google Play Store. And I also want to take a moment to thank Kraken, the cryptocurrency exchange. For the last 10 years, Kraken has been known as one of the best platforms for trading crypto online. Whether it's your first trade or your 100th, Kraken has the tools to help you hit your financial goals in crypto. With Kraken, you can instantly buy and sell over 50 of the most popular cryptocurrencies or earn additional rewards through their industry-leading staking service. Payouts are twice a week, and you can earn up to 20% each year. Visit Kraken.com now to learn more. It kind of speaks to this broader point of, you know, how do we overcome that hurdle of broader adoption, right? Like, you know, Vitalik kind of alluded to it earlier. You know, there's these granular details of sharding and, and roll-ups and, and whatever have you. Um, do, do folks who are involved in this in the government side need to get that deep into the weeds, or not right now? I think I think yeah. Go ahead, just um, going to say that, that you know, I, I feel like the Ethereum ecosystem itself is kind of doing a good job of trying to kind of abstract away the complexity. Um, and you know, we ha- we have these uh, kind of fancy new tools and all of these new gadgets that uh, make blockchain scale better. But they're kind of the skin around it, like it's designed to be as similar to the existing Ethereum experience as we can make it. Um, and so, you know, if you can build Ethereum applications today, you'll be able to build Ethereum applications tomorrow. That's uh, yeah. And you know, how do we get to the point of when I turn on my computer, I'm not thinking about exactly how it works. Right. I just That's turn right. it on. We're getting closer and closer to that. Like, uh, I mean, I've, there's been a lot of uh, improvements in like wallets, like how, on how people can uh, interact with blockchains. There's been some uh, improvements to again. Uh, Obviously, all of these protocols themselves and improvements to programming languages and actually kind of coding applications. So for a developer and for a user, I think we're definitely going to kind of slowly 
um, get closer and closer to the point where it doesn't feel all that different from interacting with any other system. Yeah, well, our, like our goal with Ethereum is, is to scale it out so it's using a blockchain, but it doesn't really feel as much like you're using a blockchain. It, it should feel like you're using other kind of application. Have other mayors or government officials been reaching out to you to see how they can leverage Ethereum for their purposes? I have definitely had quite a few different discussions over the years, uh, though like, I think there's a difference between a discussion for a discussion and actually being willing to get down and start doing things. Uh, there's there's definitely some places that are willing to kind of get down and start doing things, and I think like Singapore deserves a lot of uh, credit for being one of those as well. Um, there's a there's this thing called open certs in uh, Singapore. It's this kind of blockchain-based kind of timestamping and authentication. It's already being used for a whole bunch of records. Uh, and I know they've been actively interested in other use cases as well. Um, but uh, in, in terms of kind of the depth of the conversations, uh, what I've seen from Miami so far is they have definitely close to the, um, to the top, even for the whole world. Well, it kind of goes back to what can I do to help that was, uh, I was actually very kind of, impressed by uh, kind of Mayor Suarez's uh, kind of strategy and uh, outreach. And I'm sure there was kind of years of the hard work that went into building the tech ecosystem. And then just uh, the last few months, I mean, you know, even that first tweet, I thought it was, uh, it was fascinating just how uh, kind of clearly it showed the difference between I'm from the government and I'm here to help and I'm from the government and how can I help. Um, and you know, this kind of collaborative approach and uh, you know, just really actively reaching out to uh, all of the different participants in the crypto ecosystem. It's uh, from uh, kind of my view from uh, from afar, it looks like it's been working really well. What are your like KPIs for this? Like, you know, it kind of all happened not by accident. There was a lot of work that went into it, but I'm sure you didn't expect all the interest you've seen. So how do you capitalize on it? I totally didn't expect it all. Um, you know, obviously, I saw some opportunities and I capitalized on them. Definitely, like, you know, we were obviously intentional about putting that billboard in Los Angeles and uh, in San Francisco that said, "Hey, um, uh, if you want to move to Miami, DM me." Uh, you know, we were, we were very intentional. How many DMs have you done? Like hundred thousand? What do you think? I don't know. I think like. Four thousand, I swear. Well, four thousand. So many. Thousands. Thousands. But I think, I think, I think the key is we've taken opportunities when I've seen them. Like, like, like we, we, I knew that that, that crypto, uh, the, the, the blockchain, uh, sorry, the crypto um, and the the, the Bitcoin, no, the tweet was we knew it was going to go viral, right? So there's some things that you do that you just know, you feel it in your gut. You, know, you do something and you're like, oh, this is this is going to like this. What we're doing right now, I know yeah, it's going to be very well well viewed for sure. That's super. So, what are some of your goals? Like, what, like, what, what are they? So, what makes it a success? <laughs> so, well, I think it's already a success because we are being talked about in ways we're never talked about. Mm -hmm. So, I think it's already successful. But I think the the, the real real success is is it a number of jobs? Like, is it ten thousand crypto jobs? Ten thousand tech jobs? It, it, it's it's the number of jobs. It's the it's the quality of jobs. It's the accessibility to those jobs as well. I mean, Sai would kill me if I didn't talk about that. You know, what we're trying to do is we're trying to recreate an ecosystem. And if you think about Ethereum, if you think about blockchain, democratizing, and decentralizing, and disconnecting itself from you know central authorities and things of that nature. I think what we want to do is we want to create a kind of city through capitalism, right, through opportunity that allows every child in our city to be successful. Nobody's done that. 
Nobody's anybody want to hack capitalism like that, you know? We want to hack capitalism, we want to make it available to every child, we want to make sure that every child can succeed in an innovation economy. And once we get there, everyone's going to be looking at us and saying, hey, how do we rep how do we scale this model? Yeah. Well, I think you have, like, to an extent, I don't want to give you too big of a head, but I think you've redefined what it means to be a, a modern Republican in many ways Thank you. in terms of the way that people think about, you know, the landscape, right, especially in the midst of this Trump era, right? People don't think about the alternative that we can have to cities like San Francisco from a tech perspective and a government perspective. Do you think about it like that? I do in many ways. I think about us doing three things well, and, and, and it's simple. Keep your taxes as low as possible because you already pay too much in taxes. Everybody pays too much in taxes. Mm -hmm. The government has way too much other resources. Um, and that's across the board, right? And so we've lowered taxes to the second lowest levels since the 1960s. With the resources we do have, which are planned, invest in police, you know what I mean? Increase the number of police officers. We actually reduced crime by 24% last year. We had the lowest homicide rate the year before that, 1964. If you're safe and you feel happy, you're going to want to be there. You know what I mean? You're going to be able to focus on your business, be able to focus on a bunch of things other than your safety. And the third thing is focus on quality of life. Nobody here, including Vitalik, maybe with the exception of Vitalik, can live yesterday again tomorrow. Nobody can do that, right? So you have to choose wisely where you are because once you've lived your day, it's over forever. And I think that's something that's very powerful when you think about it. And that means that we have to create the kind of city that people want to be here, they want to enjoy it, cultural offerings, sports offerings, parks, you know, weather, uh, amenities, everything. And I think that's the kind of city that we're creating. Those three principles, I think, can be scaled. You know, we have 555 homeless. We want to get sure, we want to get down to zero. You know, a lot of major cities are dealing with massive amounts of homeless. Yeah. Um, and that's something that we want to, we want to continue to improve on. Well said, Most definitely. Very well said. Uh, I think, like, from my point of view, I think one of the really important uh, ingredients in what makes a good city is just people, right? I um, mean, you know, if he wants to live in a place that has, uh, you know, people who uh, are interested in the things that you're interested in, whether it's uh, kind of personally or professionally, uh, people who are um, who are interesting to talk to, who are good to have as friends, um, opportunities for collaboration and for and for people to work together and sometimes even to just kind of get to know each other by random chance. So I think, uh, you know, if uh, Miami can get that angle um, done real well, then it uh, has a really great opportunity. I want to just say something based on what Vitalik just said. For us to be that place, which has the best people, and this is a phrase that I invented, we have to be the capital of capital. We want to be the capital of capital. We want to have the best human capital. We want to have the best uh, intellectual capital, the best monetary capital available. Because if you have capital, you succeed. So I think to his point about people, when you have the best people in a place, it's the most enjoyable, most, most fun, richest place to live. I think that that's definitely true. Um, but I'm sure there might be some skeptics who will listen and, and ask, is this to an extent like, you know, a marketing sure. source? Course. And they want to see the jobs. So they want to see the, the tax revenue. So... What does that look like? Well, I'll give you an example. We just uh, through I think of three or four programs that we had at the DA, we created 700 jobs with an average salary of over $100,000. If you just do the math on that, that's a $70 million. Any uh, links to those? Sure. Of course. Yeah. And Miami Herald, reported by the Miami Herald uh, just a couple weeks ago. And that's, we, had, we started a $100 million with the help of SoftBank, a $100 million Miami focused uh, tech fund where for companies that are born in Miami or moved to Miami, have access to that, that's a SoftBank $100 million fund. 
So we've done some things that have never been done before. And that's really, that's, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see. And I think that, you know, as more and more people hear the message and the voice comes out, it's only going to be better for the city and better for the people. And, you know, it's, it's, it's wonderful, man. Well, this is great. We want to be respectful of your Thank time. You guys. Thank you, guys. Thank I feel like, uh, you know, the important thing is people was uh, kind of a closing thought already, uh, but otherwise, uh, hope, uh, you know, we can work together, come up, figure out some uh, really valuable and meaningful things that uh, Miami can do with uh, blockchains and, the, and uh, that, uh, you know, the Ethereum ecosystem can, uh, can do in Miami. What do you think could be the most impactful use case? Come out of Miami. Hmm. There's a lot of different uh, places to start. Like, I, I, one option, like for example, like I heard Miami has a strong art community. Uh, so, kind of something to do with, uh, you know, the NFT space and coming up with a, oh, a way for, yeah, like artists and even other just independent content creators to have uh, more ways to monetize themselves. Uh, that would be really interesting. That sounds like a great idea to me. Well, I mean, you have the Deco District. There's so many other I have my preserved land. opinions expressed by hosts and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and not necessarily those of the blocks. Podcast guests may have taken positions in the assets or other matters discussed in this podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. For full terms, visit theblockcrypto.com slash terms dash service.